if you want less gravitational pull, you could go to the moon. Yeah, parallel universe. You could actually move from one universe to another universe. And these universes have their different realities. So if you want a different reality, you got to move to another universe. As simple as that. Hey, welcome to the Design Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're going to explore the parallel universe and how you can change your universe into what you want. So sit back and let's have a go. (laughs) This is a rather interesting concept, parallel universe. Um, So first of all, we would understand that um, a universe is um, a combination of everything we see and we don't see. So when you combine Earth, all other planets we know of, Mars, Venus, and the rest, we put them together, including all the stars and, you know, some of these other bodies, you know, that we may or may not be able to see. When you wrap them all together, it gives us this big, this giant, you know, thing called the universe. Um so going beyond that, um, it brings um, to the fore that there's another concept of multiple universes, meaning that there are other universes at, aside from this universe which we know. So this universe which we know of comprises of the stars which we see, you know, the sun, the moon, you know, and other planets. That's like our own universe. But there are the possibilities of other universes. And in fact, it's proven in science that there are other universes. So we just put a search out, you know, on Google. It pops up. You see the concept that, oh, there's, there are other universes. Um, and this subject talks about changing your universe so you can move from this universe where we say we reside and move to another universe. Now, why is the subject important? It's important because a particular universe um, is furnished with its own realities. Yeah? So, um, I got to see this movie, the sci-fi movie, of course, Marvel production. Um, um, or not Marvel production, I can't remember. It was produced by Marvel, but it's a sci-fi um, the Multiverse of Madness. And I began thinking after seeing that movie, even though there are other movies that kind of exemplify or use the analogy of this concept of, of, um, of um, different universe. Now, that, that movie, one of the things I, I know, I, 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 go, I got to understand from seeing that movie was um, the concept of, so there was this actor who seemed like a good guy you know, in this universe. And then in another universe, he seemed like a villain. And it was, and then words got to him that, hey, um, your other self is destroying, <laughs> destroying stuffs. You know, you seem like a good guy here and all of that. And somehow I think he had to go to the other universe, go stop himself, you know. But where I'm getting to is the part that um, uh, the consciousness that there is, the, there is, the existence of other forms of universe. And the most important thing here, you know, as it pertains to the universe, the subject we're talking about universe is the realities that govern a particular universe. So for example, um, a particular universe has certain features and then you move into another universe and it's like, oh, wow, like really this doesn't happen here. <laughs> so 
um, an analogy would be talking about gravity, for example. So in this, our own, so let's break it down. Let's come to our planet Earth. Um, we've got gravity here. And um, if you have to move, of course, we say acceleration for those that, you know, know a bit of some of these calculations and science, when we calculate acceleration due to gravity, we say it's about 9.8, right, here on Earth. And um, when we talk about other planets, like maybe the moon, it's way less. It's like way less. So, for example, if you say you are tired of having a reality of, you know, having this massive pull of gravity and you want less of it, then you could change where you, you know, you could change, you could actually change your residence or change where you live so you could decide to maybe move to the moon <laughs> for example and so when you get into the moon you realize that oh wow i mean gravity is not such a big deal here i mean i could even jump up and i'm not seeing myself coming down you know all of a sudden like the earth where you just jump up and you are down so this builds into our consciousness the, the consciousness the fact that there is the possibilities of other kinds of realities in other kinds of places. Now, we're calling them universes. So if you don't like a particular reality, oops, we are on Earth, or I'm sorry, it's because you're on this universe. How about you try another universe if you want another reality? <laughs> so it's simple. And all through um, lots of our conversations and lots of our experiences, even here on Earth, it even shows that even here on Earth, there's the possibilities of having different kinds of experiences. So you see two different people having two different experiences. And it's like, how come? It happens. It, it just goes a long way to prove that realities can be different. You can have two people can be on a particular plane, maybe in a particular geography, a particular place. Or have two different, you know, realities, two different experiences. It's it's like in a parallel form, like it's happening here, it's happening here, but they are two different things. So um, I remember in chemistry, there was this thing where um, sometimes when we were given a law and they would say a particular trend, maybe on the periodic table, um, they'll say, okay, um, this particular property moves increases from left to right on the periodic table with the exception of and then they'll say it on you know on the vertical axis it comes this way it moves from the right to the left but with the exception of there were all these exceptions exceptions um that were being given and then it just it, and then you know later we got to hear things like when people say oh i realize that all women are and then someone's like hey hey not all women. I know particular women who don't. And it's like, hmm, okay, some women or most women or some people say, ah, all men are. And you're like, nope, nope. I've seen men who don't. And it's like, ah, oh, okay, it's fine. I remember it was a tough thing to deal with then back then because I used to generalize a lot. I'll just say, no, all people from here, you know, all women are this, all men are this, all boys. And then when I learned, I got to understand that. So you hardly find me making a statement where I, I put all or every. I'll just say that most of the people, you know, I've had to interact with are or fits into this you, you get. So it's just a way of trying to say that, look, you know, there are this variance, there's this diversity, you know, um, of concepts. Now, even talk about your dream, for example. <laughs> it's a funny concept because on Earth, you hear of things like 
of course, to move on Earth, you need some form of transport system, even if it's like your physical movement using your leg, um, or you'd have to employ some other machine, you know, like a vehicle, an airplane, you know, a ship or something. You need a transport system. But can you realize that? Or can you remember a dream you once had where you had to move between locations sometimes and you just all of a sudden just realize that you were in this particular province or territory? And then just instantly you were in another particular place, you know, maybe you just found yourself in school in a dream and then a particular incident happened in your dream and all of a sudden just immediately you were at home. Like, how did you move? What transport system did you... <laughs> you certainly did not walk within a split second and then from school you're home, no. So, you, I mean, that, that was a funny thing because when I got realized, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because I just felt that this whole concept of having different realities actually exists. So I'm giving this a lot of analogy and scenarios to actually prove the point that various true, um, there are diversities of universe, multiple universes, but most importantly, these universes are furnished with their realities. And if you are um, uncomfortable with a certain reality, all you have to do is just to move, change your location, move to the moon or move to the Mars or something or move someplace else in you know another universe in which we may not even know of or science may have not found out. Now, going a bit deeper, like I said, Every universe has its realities. So I was doing a study and I found out that um, a while ago, um, talking about the antediluvian era, which is like um, before the flood. So there was a particular period where there was a flood in the world, like old time, like long ago. There was this group of people who were building and they were building something called a tower of Babel. And this group of people actually said they were going to build till they get to heaven, even though we don't know what, um, what that may have been in their time. What they, you know, when I'm talking about um, and what that meant, meant back then is the fact that we don't know how high. I mean, we're talking about high rise nowadays and it's like, oh, that's a high rise. I mean, but we are sure of one thing, <laughs> all high rises that exist, <laughs> they don't reach heaven. I mean, we can see that it's like, oh, wow, that's really, you know, but I mean, I could see the end of it. I, I could see, uh, you know, we're sure of that, that all high rise, I mean, don't get to heaven, <laughs> whatever that means. You don't even get to the cloud, right? It doesn't even get cloud. So, um, but this group of people said, you know, they were going to build like, huh, so um, I, I got to wonder and realize that these guys, um, perhaps they knew what they were saying and they were, they were sure of it and they began to build. Yeah. It's, it's a mystery because even nowadays you don't even have such kinds of high rise that they proposed and they were, and they actually got on that work and they were actually building it's funny how, so what world were they living in? What kind of realities were they governed by in order to get to the point where you're building a high rise, a skyscraper to the heaven? Like really even nowadays, we don't, we don't have any of that. So what was their reality? What world were they living in? Hey, hey, just relax. We'll be right back. 
It is true that information is knowledge, and knowledge is power. But with all the information you've got, how much of it has helped you understand your uniqueness, capabilities, and potentials? This podcast will simplify all that information, help you understand your uniqueness, and show you the path to your genius expression. Welcome. Welcome back. So, what furnished their thoughts, their concept, the ideology of possibilities, what's possible and what's not, what can we do and what can't we do? Or is it the concept of the pyramids where it's still a mystery? What, I mean, the pyramids is something that is still, is still something that remains a mystery. People, you know, science is still yet to uncover 100% what it actually means to replicate a pyramid in this era because the technology, the science that went into that, the understanding was just mind-blowing. So what kind of realities did those people operate in? And they didn't have this amount of technology we have. Of course, we have all the gadgets, we have all the mechanical equipments that could you know, pull something like that. But back then, we didn't have, they didn't have that privilege. So what kind of realities, what kind of world furnished, what kind of um, 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 understanding furnished their world? What kind of realities did they live in? And to even think of it, most of those pyramids that were being built back then were even built by low-income earners. I mean, people who you call unskilled. Um, some um, in the Bible, they were referred to as, um, um, some. they were in kind of like a slavery it was like slaves that were building it. They were not even experts. I mean, <laughs> it was just people putting together and they could put, you know, together such kind of expert structure that right now is still a mystery to uncover. So what kind of realities furnished their times? So I got to explore um, um, scriptures more and that's the Bible and because I, I, this concept, um, I, when I kept exploring to understand really what it was, I found out that there was a lot of you know, wisdom. There was a lot of scenarios and a lot of examples that actually um, yeah, puts, you know, set out or you could find in the Bible while exploring. And I realized there were so many, so many. So one of the things I stumbled upon one of those days was... Um, when Jesus Christ said, with men, and this is in quotes, this is, ex this is an exact statement. He said, with men, this is impossible. So men typically refer to like humans. So with humans, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Anyway, that makes kind of, that makes sensed in some way that okay as humans we can't do everything but you know some people believe that okay the divine or some force you know that created the world or something outside our natural realm like the supernatural holds some greater force than we you know that may make sense to some extent for some people it makes sense um i i, I feel for a large percentage of people it makes sense that you know eh, Humans, they can do a lot of things, but maybe we can't do everything. But if it's God, like this supreme being, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, 
we're not even the one that created the universe or the world, you know. So that's force or that power that did that should be able to do every other thing we can't imagine, right? But it's funny that someplace else, someone else called Paul said, I can do all things. Yeah, that was a statement he made. I can do all things. So it sounds contradictory because just a while back, just just some moments back, we hear of something like, oh, with men, this is impossible, but with God, it's possible. And then all of a sudden, another human being saying, by the name Paul says, I can do all things. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so these two people must have different realities or different understanding or different concept of what's possible in their realm. I can do all things. I know. I can't really do everything. But maybe for God, every other thing is possible. And so I, I, I found another example. I, I was still exploring that and I was still... Uh, I just got to understand that, look, it seems like there are different realities for everybody and you don't blame your realities. You don't blame it if you are dissatisfied, dissatisfied with a particular realities, maybe particular reality, then maybe you should just change your world, change your universe, change your location, change your geography. And so I found another. <laughs> so there was this time where you had this group of people about 5,000 and then we have I think another 3,000 people it was like this massive crusade you know and people were sitting and they all came to listen you know to a particular message and at a point they were hungry and they needed to be fed and then Jesus Christ who at the time was actually the one um, speaking to this audience um, actually asked some of his mentees his disciples and told them that hey we got to feed these people. and They are 5,000. Um, what do we do? We really need to feed these guys. And then his disciples like, <laughs> that's funny. I, got, I, see, I see what you're doing. 5,000 people. Look, we don't even have savings for that. We don't have any assets. We have nothing. Even if we have to sell everything we own, we can't do anything. And look, even if we decide to start working for months, tell these guys that, hey, 5,000 people, just wait, let's go walk. Even if we work for months, we won't even be able to save up the kind of money that will feed 5,000 people. And then Jesus Christ said, and then, um, um, what was it called? Jesus Christ said, make the people sit down. Say, don't worry, don't, don't worry. Why? Because he said he already knew what he was going to do. And then all of a sudden, boom, 5,000 people were fed. And then disciples were like, no, this is not possible. It's true. It wasn't possible because in their world, you would have to work for months, maybe 10 months, maybe nine months, maybe 12, 24 months. That would make sense to feed 5,000 people. But this other person, Jesus Christ said, no, in my world, I have different realities in my own world. I can actually feed these people, 5,000 people, without that solution you're talking about. So what you're saying is actually a solution in your world. For me, I got another solution in my world. So different worlds, different realities. And then what people maybe call a miracle nowadays may just be the reality of another universe, maybe not necessarily a mystery. Because for Jesus Christ, it was his world. 
it was a miracle for his disciples. Like, it was like, wow, like, wow, we, we don't know. Like, how did you do that? Like, whoa, like, holy cow. <laughs> how? But then, I mean, it was possible in his world. It was, it was, it's not a miracle if it's possible in your world. So, for example, if I go to the moon and then if I go to the moon and I, you know, I jump out of, you know, um, maybe a plane or something, a space shuttle where we traveled with. And then all of a sudden I'm like in the air. I'm not down, going down. So it's like, no, like how? Like on earth you go down, everything goes down. You jump up, you go down. And it's like, nah, not here. This is not earth. This is moon. And like, this is a miracle. This is a miracle. And they're like, what's that guy saying? (laughs) Why are you acting all weird? It's like, no, I only know gravity. And it's like, yeah, there's gravity here too, but it's just that it doesn't work the same way it works on earth, right? (laughs) Um, So how to change your universe? If you're tired of a particular reality, this concept tells you that it's actually possible to change your reality, to actually move from point A to point B. If what you are experiencing is not what you desire, then it's fine. You could move to another reality. And there are lots of people. So we could be on Earth and have different realities, like a parallel universe. So we're all living together. You're just my neighbor, but you are in another universe compared to the universe I am currently on. And we have different universes. I mean, different realities for those different universes we exist on. Our laws are different. What works here is different. The physical law that works here is different from the physical law that works here. How matter, space, time works here is different from how space and time works here. Yeah. Even the concept of being born again is also a concept. Because literally on this earth, on this planet, for our understanding, you only get born when you come out of a womb. But in another reality, it's possible to actually come out from another womb, not physically, but to be born again, not necessarily with a womb. So it's a mystery, but it happens. And it has happened. I could testify, I'm a witness. You also may be a witness. So as opposed to complaining about realities and what it is you don't want or what it is you want, all you have to do is change your universe, find another universe where this thing works. So you could just simply say, look, on Earth here, um, the gravitational pull, I don't like it. I want a place where the gravitational pull is 0.9 or 0.8. Oh, go to Google. You just check it out. Bam, gives you a result. I think you should see moon there or something on Mars. And then you change to Mars or moon. That's a physical transition, but it's also possible to actually change your universe without physically moving, to actually operate in another universe while, (laughs) okay, yeah, while not physically relocating. So, for example, you could have the realities of Mars or Moon right here as you're sitting on planet Earth. So there's that ability to do that. You can physically move if you want to. (laughs) But everything, my friend, is up to you. Yeah. Um, Is everything possible for you 
It depends on your world. It depends on your realities. Is all, are all things possible? It depends on your world, depends on your reality. For me, I know my world and I know my reality. And it takes a lot of effort sometimes. It takes a lot of intensity, effort, labor to transition into another universe. Of course, you have to pack up, you have to get your everything geared up and then you move. You may want to consider that in this time and this season. Whatever you don't want, you are free to change. Sometimes they say try to change things. Nah, don't worry about that. <laughs> Just change your universe. It's fine. I mean, change your world. Change your geography and everything will be fine. Find a place where these things exist that you want. So if you want a world where there's possibilities, you can explore what Paul said. I can do all things. Then you need to be inquisitive. Paul, what's your world like? Let me learn of your world. And if that's possible, I want to live in a world where all things are possible. Paul got you. Yeah, is that right? And so, um, um, as you begin to learn of different concepts, oh, I don't like this, I want to change this. You move. Oh, I see these things happening and this is the kind of mindset I have towards this. I want to change. You move. It's as simple as that. So you make moves, you make moves, you make moves. Yeah. So that's how it will be henceforth um, if you take to this. Um, I wish you well, and I hope you find this really useful. Of course, you do. <laughs> See you around next episode. If this episode hit all the right spots, do well to subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes. Cheers to your clarity.